Let's talk a little bit about your failures now. So tell me about failure number one, starting a productized design business back in early 2022. That was spreads. That was, that was the first thing I tried. And I tried it because I saw, I think that's why everyone tries their productized design studio. They saw the, the design joy guy tweet something and they're like, oh shit, I could do something similar. At that time, I already had my uh, freelance stuff. I was only doing freelance. Hex did not exist. And that's how I was doing projects. It, there were decent projects, but I thought maybe if I prioritize myself, decrease the prices like to a monthly, maybe I could make a lot more money. And the way I approached it was kind of incorrect. Like it was wrong because I did like a monthly retainer where you could basically work with me. Same thing as Design Joy. And what ended up happening is like, the companies that saw my portfolio with like a larger budget, they were like, oh shit, this guy has this sprints thing, which is basically him charging less for the same shit. Because the portfolio, they weren't able to see, oh, this does better or that's better. But they were like, okay, we'll just do like this cheaper option. That's like a monthly. And the way I worked was like, I worked one-on-one on clients. So I spent so much time, so much time, like working with each person, getting to know their business, doing iterations and stuff. And they really felt that they were getting the freelance experience from me at a much lower rate. And because of that, I could only take like one or two projects at a time. I couldn't get the scale that I needed. And again, that kind of bleeds into like my second failure. It was like not sharing my work, which is kind of why I couldn't scale it up because not a lot of people saw my work. I was working with two people at a time who were both like initially freelance leads. And then they saw, oh, there's this cheaper option. We'll go for this cheaper option. And that's kind of what was sprints for a long time for like three or four months because i couldn't i just couldn't take more projects i was burned out and i couldn't find people to to subscribe to sprints either and i just had to like shut it off because i was like okay no more productizing myself no more spending way too much time and yeah just didn't get the scale that i wanted there this is a really really interesting point to make because i think so many people are getting into the subscription-based model of agency without fully understanding what that means, like the implication of that. I think a lot of people know the benefits or the perceived benefits of subscription-based pricing without really knowing how it would fit into their their lifestyle or, or their model or you know how, how what that really, really means before kind of completely changing their business model. So it's really interesting to hear about how it didn't work for you. And obviously you you shut down sprints while you were like, okay, I've got a, this isn't working for me. Let's stop this and let's go back to the the kind of original business model where, you know, someone would approach you. They say, I need X, Y, Z. And you're like, here's the price. Is that is that how it went? Yes. So I had to stop that because I kind of like underestimated the time that I would spend with each client for the subscription model. And then I was like, okay, no more subscription. Let's just go back to fixed bid, which was my initial thing. And it, was, it wasn't like I couldn't do both at the same time. The reason I felt like I couldn't do both was because they were kind of contradictory because I was like charging fixed bid. Then they would see the subscription version and they would just subscribe to that one. And they'd be like, okay, cheaper. Okay. Off. Yeah, so, I get so I was like, and stuff for free. Oh, more yeah, like, so I was like for one price. I had to like, that was the only way, like they couldn't see the alternative if the website just would link back to my original website. So it was like, yeah. Was the problem the subscription-based model or was the problem that you didn't know how to do the subscription-based model sustainably? 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't know how to do it. I think that, that was it. I, I didn't know how to scale it up. I didn't know how much time to spend with each subscription client. I didn't know what the limit was. Like, I didn't know how much they were, how much they were supposed to get for their money. Like, was it like an out, like a, like two hours a, a week that I was supposed to send? Was I supposed to have like a project manager that would talk to them on Slack? Was I not supposed to have calls with them? Like how much time am I supposed to spend on Figma designing a website for them? Am I supposed to have like a limit there? It's just, I, di- I didn't know what I was doing to be honest, to be frank with you. Like I, I was just like, okay, maybe more people will subscribe to this plan because it's cheaper and that would be better for me. And I couldn't get more people to subscribe for the plan.